This is the Poetry Foundation's Essential American Poets podcast. Essential American Poets is an online audio poetry collection. The poets in the collection were selected in 2006 by Donald Hall when he was Poet Laureate. Recordings of the poets he selected are available online at poetryfoundation.org and poetryarchive.org. In this edition of the podcast, we'll hear poems by Louise Bogan. Louise Bogan was born in Maine in 1897, the daughter of a mill worker. Her parents' marriage was not a happy one, due largely to her mother's emotional instability and frequent disappearances. As an adult, Bogan herself would struggle with mental illness and depression. Following one year of study at Boston University, Bogan received a scholarship to Radcliffe. She turned it down to marry a soldier who was soon posted to Panama. Bogan's sojourn there was unhappy and short-lived, as was the marriage. Widowed in 1920, she remarried five years later to the poet Raymond Holden. They divorced in the mid-1930s. Bogan's first collection of poems, Body of This Death, appeared in 1923. In it, betrayal is a recurring theme, and there are already signs of Bogan's ambivalent relationship to the tradition of women's lyric poetry. For 38 years, Bogan was a critic for The New Yorker. She disliked confessional poetry, finding it self-indulgent. Her own writing kept to strict forms while exhibiting emotional force. Her poems have a personal quality derived from experience, but are not private. They tend to be economical in words, masterpieces of crossed rhythms in which the meter opposes word groupings. Bogan belonged to a group of brilliant minor poets described by some as the reactionary generation. Aware of the recent success of Ezra Pound and T.S. Eliot, Bogan and others instead chose to follow the tradition of 17th-century English poetry. Louise Bogan died in New York City in 1970. Statue and Birds was recorded at the Library of Congress in 1944. Statue and Birds Here in the Withered Arbor like the arrested wind, straight sides, carven knees, stands the statue with hands flung out in alarm or remonstrances. Over the lintel sway the woven bracts of the vine in a pattern of angles. The quill of the fountain falters Woods rake on the sky their brusque tangles. The birds walk by slowly, circling the marble girl. The golden quails, the pheasants closed up in their arrowy wings, dragging their sharp tails. The inquietudes of the sap and of the blood are spent. What is forsaken will rest. But her heel is lifted. She would flee. The whistle of the birds fails on her breast. Women, Zone, and Song for the Last Act were recorded at the Library of Congress in 1968. The first one I'd like to read has been put into anthologies and uh, it's an early poem written when I was 24 years old 
and uh, shares all the bitterness of uh, 24, uh, a good deal of the bitterness. It uh, is called Women, and I must say that my feelings concerning the sex have improved a great deal over the years. Women have no wilderness in them. They are provident instead, content in the tight, hot cell of their hearts to eat dusty bread. They do not see cattle cropping wet red winter grass. They do not hear snow water going down under culverts, shallow and clear. They wait when they should turn to journeys. They stiffen when they should bend. They use against themselves that benevolence to which no man is friend. They cannot think of so many crops to a field or of clean wood cleft by an ax. Their love is an eager meaninglessness, too tense or too lax. They hear in every whisper that speaks to them a shout and a cry, as like as not, when they take life over their door sills, they should let it go by. Now this is the last of this uh, group of lyrics. It's called Zone. We have struck the regions wherein we are keel or reef. The wind breaks over us and against high sharp angles almost splits into words and these are of fear or grief. Like a ship we have struck expected latitudes of the universe in March. Through one short segment's arch of the zodiac's round we pass, thinking, now we hear what we heard last year, and bear the wind's rude touch and its ugly sound, equally with so much we have learned how to bear. Song for the last act. Now that I have your face by heart, I look less at its features than its darkening frame, where quince and melon, yellow as young flame, lie with quilled dahlias and the shepherd's crook. Beyond a garden, there in insolent ease, the lead and marble figures watch the show of yet another summer loath to go, although the scythes hang in the apple trees. Now that I have your face by heart, I look. Now that I have your voice by heart, I read in the black chords upon a dulling page, music that is not meant for music's cage, whose emblems mix with words that shake and bleed. The staves are shuttled over with a stark, unprinted silence. In a double dream, I must spell out the storm, the running stream, the beats too swift, the notes shift in the dark. 
Now that I have your voice by heart, I read. Now that I have your heart by heart, I see the wharves with their great ships and architraves, the rigging and the cargo and the slaves on a strange beach under a broken sky. Oh, not departure, but a voyage done. The bales stand on the stone, the anchor weeps its red rust downward, and the long vine creeps beside the salt herb in the lengthening sun. Now that I have your heart by heart, I see. Thank you. That was Louise Bogan, recorded at the Library of Congress in 1968, used by permission of Farrer, Strauss, and Giroux and the Louise Bogan Charitable Trust. You have been listening to the Essential American Poets podcast, produced by the Poetry Foundation in collaboration with PoetryArchive.org. To learn more about Louise Bogan and other Essential American Poets, and to hear more poetry, go to PoetryFoundation.org.